All right. Thank you for listening to Over the Laces. This is a new podcast. Uh, my name is Jimmy Draymond. Uh, we're here with Brendan Clara. What's up, Brendan? How are you, buddy? Yeah. How about yourself? I'm doing well, man. Uh, we had a busy week eight in the NFL this week. Excuse me, week seven in the NFL this week. A uh, lot of good games, a lot of heartbreak as a Bear fan. Uh, let's dive right into that Bears-Patriots game. Brendan, what do you think? What was your take on that ball game? Uh, I thought it was a good game, but I think uh, Matt Nagy and his offense need work. How so? I think his play calling, he shows that he has balls. Okay, but compared to every other every other playbook I've seen, every other call I've seen, I don't see too many people going for it on fourth down all the time. Especially when it comes to throwing with Trubisky in the red zone and Trubisky being able to throw the ball over 50 times and Howard only getting, I believe, 12 attempts. And he's throwing in, he has Trubisky throwing in a double coverage in the, on like the five yard line. And if he just lets Jordan Howard power it in in the red zone, gives him the ball three, four times, you can expect to get him in the end zone. I mean, the only reason his stats are so low is because he's only getting so many rushes this year because of Matt Nagy and his offense. He believes in Mitch, I think, too much. And Mitch isn't... I think it's his... He's too. He's really young, which I think has a lot to do with his IQ with throwing the football. I, I do agree with you. I, 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 I agree with you on some certain things you're saying. I also disagree with you on a few things that you're saying. I agree that Mitch Trubisky can show his youth at times that, uh, you know, his decision-making, his uh, his reads, throwing in a double coverage, uh, not knowing when to throw the ball away and just focus on the next play has been an issue at times. But I think that that will get better as he matures in the National Football League. I also agree that Jordan Howard needs to get the football more and that Mitchell Trubisky should not be, you know, attempting to throw 50 times. That being said... I disagree with you that this one is on the offense because this game, I understand it's Tom Brady. I understand it's Bill Belichick and the dominant dynasty that the Patriots are, but you need to put a little bit of pressure on, on this offense and 38 points is not going to win you games in the national football league. Oh no, for sure. No, uh, I know a lot of it was on the defense, but I think, uh, <laughs> don't forget about I think they could have done more if, if they weren't throwing the ball away all the time and they weren't doing dumbass passes. But the defense did make more of an impact on that loss, I agree, giving up 38 points than the offense did. I mean, the offense, though, they did do a lot of dumbass pass calls, but if you, pay, if you paid attention, they weren't able to stop Howard or Cohen when they got the football. No, I, I do agree with you. I, you know that that Co- uh, Cohen and Howard need to touch the ball more. There needs to be a little bit more. You know, uh, there needs to be more run running plays called in that offense. However, the spe- I mean, special teams let up a 95 yard kick return, and they also let up a 29 yard uh, block punt return, both for touchdowns. The Bears came within one yard of a you know miracle hail mary of tying that game and putting it to overtime. So. You know, you take away those two special teams touchdowns or even one of those special teams touchdowns, you know, we could be sitting here talking about a Bears win. I think that Matt Nagy's confidence in Mitchell Trubisky is something that I love. It's something that you need to have. 
um, if you want to grow, you know, with your team going forward. But right now, we know what the Bears are. Uh, you know, the Bears are just how the Chicago Bears have always been. But especially at this point, the Bears are defense first team. We need to be an elite defense and we just need our offense, you know, to be good enough to, to you know, I don't know, 24 points, you know, uh, you know, just keep us in games, uh, you know, get, get, keep our defense off the field, sustain drives. And I think that we're actually the offense is actually doing a lot better than I expected it to. Uh, I know the Patriots defense is kind of shaky. So 31 points against the Patriots, you know, isn't all that special. But I mean, we scored in the last three weeks, we scored 31, 28, 48 points. I mean, that's some high level NFL play, you know, at the offensive position. And defense has let us down in these last two weeks, along with the special teams. That needs to be addressed. I know Khalil Mack isn't very healthy, but you know what? We, you know, we put up a, a fight against the Patriots. We're three and three, and I still like where we stand due to the difficulty of the schedule that the Packers and Vikings have over the next three weeks, and you know, kind of the ease of schedule that the Bears have with playing the Jets, Bills, and Lions. Two of those three coming in Soldier Field. So, I like where the Bears are at. Obviously, a disappointing, heartbreaking loss, you know, at line. Uh, but overall, I think the Bears did a nice job, and and I think Mitchell Trubisky did a nice job. Um, and you know, on to the Jets. You know, let's go beat the shit out of the Jets. Let's go make Sam Darnold uncomfortable. But but we need. I, I don't know how about you feel about this game, Brendan. I know the Jets have shown that you know they they can, they can be a decent home team. That Sam Darnold is definitely a quarterback of the future. But we need to we need to crush the Jets. We are way better than the Jets. Do you agree? Uh, I think the Bears, uh, from what we see, they should be six and zero. From what we are supposed to think, and from what you hear and just what you read on paper, just like looking at how good this defense is supposed to be, from what the production is when you watch it on TV, just watching the games, you can see that. The expectations they aren't living up to, and if they can't fix it right by week ten, I don't think they're going to be able to get a playoff run in. Well, I mean, I think you're right. I, I again, I would say that I wouldn't say that we should be six and zero because you got to in the National Football League. You know, tough losses are going to happen. You're going to five and one. Gonna, but I think five and one is a very realistic number because we had the game in Green Bay. Obviously, I mean that we were just blowing them out in the third quarter. We completely blew that lead. We also had the game in Miami, you know, two possession lead uh, late in the game. And then, you know, we had a touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. And then we had a game winning field goal uh, try in, in overtime. We, we, we just found a way to lose that game against the Patriots, two special teams touchdown, you know, failing to, uh, you know, cross the goal line in the end zone, getting stopped at the one yard line. There's so many things the bears did to lose that game that the fact that we're sitting here at three and three is very disappointing, I'll admit, because like you said, we could very easily be six and zero and be sailing to a division title. So the fact that we are sitting at three and three is tough. It's tough as a Bears fan, but I still have a lot of hope, you know, because our schedule is kind of playing into our hands over the next three or four weeks. And, uh, you know, and, and I don't think the Packers are, you know, as good as they, as good as they, you know, have always been. Aaron Rodgers is still an elite quarterback, but that defense is a, is a wreck. They have a weak running game. They've lost some wide receiving talent. 
they play the Rams and the Patriots over the next two weeks, both on the road. I, I, I assume they go 0-2 in both those games. Bears play the Jets, Bills, Lions, and then we play the Vikings in Chicago. And and also, don't sleep on the Lions. The Lions are also 3-3. Three and three. So we cannot sleep on the Detroit Lions. They've been, they've won three in a row. They're playing good football. Um, or excuse me, I think two out of three. They're playing really good out of uh, really good football. And you know that that game, Vikings at Bears on November 18th, that is going to be such a huge game in the NFC North because I believe that that game will determine who is you know in first place uh, at that point. And you know from then on, it's just uh, it's just a week by week battle, and you got to grind, and you got to get as many victories as you can. I think 11 wins wins this division. Uh, you know what? I just want to throw out there when we're talking about the Bears defense that the steal of the draft, Lyle Nichols. Can you, I agree. Yeah, stud. Uh, he's a monster. Two two fumbles, two two fumble recoveries, if I'm not mistaken, in the Patriots game. He is a stud. He is absolutely a stud. I, I completely agree two, with you. And two forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries. But here's what's great about the Chicago Bears team as well. Not only do we have Khalil Mack lock, locked up for the long term, our defense is young. Our defense is young, and so is our offense. I mean, Trubisky, Burton, uh, Cohen, you know, Howard. These are not old guys. These are young guys. The Bears are really sustained, you know, are in really good position for sustained success um, and to be a really, really good football team in the NFC over the next few, few years where teams like, the Packers, who have a you know aging Aaron Rodgers, they have some some chemistry problems it seems over there. Uh, the Detroit Lions, no one's ever really sure of you know how they're going to be. The Vikings are always a solid team, especially now getting Kirk Cousins. But if you ask me, I think that if you know if if I could have, and I'm not just saying this as a Bears fan, but if you ask me, you know Jimmy, you can have any team in the NFC for the, the next five years. Have any team's roster for the next five years, I would no doubt take the Chicago Bears roster over Vikings Packers. I think a lot with the success, as you said, young defense, but young offense. I think that Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen are the best backfield in the NFL by far. I just don't think they're utilized as much as they should be under Matt Nagy. I, I think that I think that you know, Brendan, you, you are seeing improvement though. I mean. Matt Nagy is a first-year head coach. Mitchell Trubisky, this is his first year. I know he played, you know, a, a good amount of games last year, so it's his second year in the NFL. But this is his first year starting every single game in the, in the NFL. And you started out, they, they came out hot, you know, in week one, and then they, they failed to – they totally crumbled in the third and fourth quarter. Next week against the Seahawks, they looked a little bit better. They came back against the Cardinals. They beat the hell out of the Buccaneers. We scored 28 against the Dolphins. They scored 31, almost 38 against the Patriots. So I think that the offense is, is improving. You know, the team chemistry is improving between Nagy and Trubisky. And some of the things that, you know, we're frustrated about now, hopefully by, you know, week 10, week 11, you know, where we get into really the nitty gritty of the season and playoff in the playoff run, um, those kinks will be worked out and, and it could just be a, a much more smooth flowing offense. I think that Andy Reid in Kansas City right now is kind of what, like, you know, what he's doing in Kansas City is what Matt Nagy wants to do here in Chicago. And Andy Reid had Pat Mahomes all last year in practice. And, you know, uh, he's had Mahomes for the last couple of years being able to groom him. Uh, Nagy didn't have that with Trubisky. So I think that, you know, through the first six games of the season, yes, there's a lot to uh, 
looked down on in some of the decision making and some of the execution. However, I'm very hopeful that uh, you know we got ten more weeks of the season, and I think that those kinks can really be worked out. Yeah, uh, I am not. No. Hey, Brendan. You sound, you sound really you sound really far from your microphone. Brendan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I don't think you sounded really far us, away from your microphone. Yeah, uh, I don't think any of us really saw anything in Trustman. In Mark Trustman? Mm-hmm. I hate that guy. That guy sucks. <laughs> so it's John Fox. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Trustman, Lovey Smith, John Fox, just over the span of, what's 10 years? Fif- 10, 15 years now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just wanted to throw out there on a side note, uh, if Mitch Trubisky reaches the potential we're supposed to see, he can be the franchise quarterback that we see, which we've never had before. He might go down as, if he loses this potential, the best Bears quarterback in history. And I say that because they've never been known to have a good quarterback. I completely agree with you. We've always had just game managers, you know, people like Jim Harbaugh, uh, even Jim McMahon in the 85 season. He was That's no, he was not an elite, yep. he was not an elite quarterback. Uh, you know, when the Bears went to the Super Bowl in 2006, you know, we had Rex Grossman, uh, a guy who probably shouldn't even have been in the league. But, you know, we've always been carried by our defense and special teams, and we just needed a guy to come out and throw for 250 yards and two touchdowns and a pick, and we'd, we'd win the game. But I agree with what you're saying. We have a really dyna- dynamic quarterback um, that can not only, you know, throw the ball downfield, but he can run. And he is a dual threat, and, and there's a lot of uh, ways he can hurt a defense. And if he just keeps continues to get better and better every week, I am 100% in agreement with you that we could see somebody, you know, who – reaches that elite level of quarterback. He'll never be Drew Brees. He'll never be Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. But I kind of see a little bit of similarities uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Now, that's I mean, it's a complete exaggeration. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is 10 million times better than Mr. Trubisky. But the way Trubisky is, is you know, so tough to bring down and, and eludes the pocket and throws on the run and makes those kind of decisions, it reminds me of those people like Aaron Rodgers and, um, you know, can you imagine if the Bears had uh, a quarterback like that? I mean, that would, what, what that would mean to Chicago, who has never once had an elite quarterback. You there, Brent? Brendan? 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 